Hello and welcome to New Jersey is the world. Hi everybody, Chris Gathard here. Welcome to New Jersey is the world. Hope everybody's doing well, enjoying life, enjoying the end of summer, beginning of fall. It's been beautiful in Jersey since that storm, and I hope everybody's recovering nicely. Now, we had a recent episode. It was it was got some of the biggest response we've ever had, and it makes sense. We analyzed the great Peter Genovese did a list for the Star Ledger, the best thing about every town in New Jersey. We broke down our opinions on some of the counties. A lot of people were offering up their own opinions. I think a lot of people already have their eye on this list if they're uh, Jersey enthusiasts. And I think a lot of our listeners actually turned around and went, wait, what is this list? And went and sunk their teeth into it and went, my, my, my lord, this is amazing. This guy went hard, did something really huge. And there were some tweets where he, he was tagged in them. And we started corresponding and a very cool thing happened. I said, I'd love to talk to you about your list and about your life and about the work you've done on behalf of New Jersey. He said, name the time and place. And you got it. That quick, everybody. That quick is the turnaround. Myself, Mike D, Don Finelli, we were free. Carved out some time. Pete Janavis jumped in the room and it was cool. You'll hear. There's some audio stuff. Um, it happens in the world of podcasting. I think it's still, it just sounds a little different than usual. Um, Bear with us on that, but I think you're going to hear, oh, one of the good things about this is here's this guy, and I've, I've spent years reading his stuff, and now I'm sitting here talking with him, but he's just like us. It's just He's just another Jersey guy shooting the breeze, just like all of us, and we're going to keep analyzing his list in his future. We're going to make it a recurring aspect of the show every once in a while, and, and a lot of the patrons have been volunteering. I see you out there, Kelly Christopher. Talking about how you know everything about uh, Central New Jersey, Monmouth and Somerset, Mercer and Hunterdon. I see, I see a few other people out there saying they want to talk about their counties, and we're going to get in touch with you guys when it's time to do so. Um, but we were able to talk with Peter Genovese about his list and about his job and about the Munchmobile and all the work he's put in with the ledger, and really ask him, I think even beyond the food, what do you know about New Jersey? From being this person who's constantly on the ground in your car, meeting people, eating things, what do you know about Jersey that the rest of us don't? What have you learned? And he was so smart and funny, open. It's great. And uh, you can still read his stuff right now. Obviously, he's a food and features writer for NJ.com. He's the author of 12 books, including Jersey Diners, which is on my shelf and has been for many years. The Great American Road Trip, US 1, Maine to Florida. And New Jersey state of mind. I mean, there's few people who have New Jersey bona fides like this guy does. And uh, all my Central Jersey people, you don't want to listen to this one. Because your boy Gethard finally gets set straight. And before I intro you, I get to actually have the answer to a question I've long had as a fan of your work. Is Do you pronounce it Genovese? Or Genovese. 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 Yeah. Probably Genovese in the old country, but Genovese. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was listening to a little while ago your uh, your talk with Alan Seppenwall. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. He was. Yeah. We we sat almost next to each other. Him, uh, Matt Seitz, who was the other uh, TV guy, TV movie guy, TV guy, and they did a book on The Sopranos. Uh, mm-hmm. So Matt was next to me, and then Alan was on the other side for many years in the uh, Star Ledger newsroom. Oh, that's well, awesome. I, I mentioned to him I, in my, and I'm a fan of Matt's as well. I I think of Alan, you, and Jerry Eisenberg as like. Uh, uh, 
the triad of my <laughs> of what of how I learned about what newspapers were. <laughs> uh, back in the old days, the old uh, old fashioned newsroom, you know, and nothing against our current newsroom, but it just doesn't have the same you know, pizzazz or whatever that word is, you know, the people screaming across the hall, you know, you don't do that in today's modern newsrooms, but back at the ledger was, uh, yeah, it was a lot of colorful personalities and uh, great atmosphere. I, I, I have to imagine. And you're going to also, I just want to start by saying, please let us know when you have to go. Cause I have a feeling the three of us are just going to gush. I'm all yours. I'm not. I just have to pick up a rim at my uh, tire dealer, but I can do that <laughs> much later today. My my freaking wheel f- almost fell off on the uh, parkway on Saturday. It was it was a fun well, experience. Any, <laughs> anything has proven your New Jersey bona fides outside of the fact that you're the guy who drove the Munchmobile. The sentence I just got to go pick up a rim. <laughs> my tire blew up on the parkway. Obviously, for anybody listening, we're here. Yeah, I had to be on the parkway. You know, I'm doing like six, I'm doing 65, of course. And just I hear this horrible scraping noise, like, what the? And it turns out, I was lucky I had to go to the Summit Diner, of all places, to do, to do an interview for a Swiss TV, of all people. They're doing a special on, yeah, exactly. That the, Your face is perfect, Carson. They, uh, they're doing a special on Breakfast in America. So they call me up, and they have crews going all over the country doing segments at restaurants and uh, about breakfast. Breakfast in America, which would be a good album title, I think, at some point. Yeah. Uh, could, uh, so I, they said, give, you two, give us two diners. So I said, Summit Diner and uh, Broad Street Diner in Keyport, which won our best diner showdown about five years ago. I did, had like 60 diners all over the state. I picked them as the best. So we shot at the Summit Diner, and we shot at the Keyport Diner, at the Broad Street Diner. And they, we had to go back and reshoot over the weekend because the sound wasn't, speaking of sound, the sound wasn't quite right at the Summit Diner. And if you've ever been to the Summit Diner, it's yes. noisy, place and a lot the, of clinking the, yeah on, on a, what's that yeah. a lot of clinking going on yeah yeah clinking and, just yeah, like, people it's talking just, it's, you know, it's small places everywhere to begin with yeah so and and the, the swiss tv crew they're in the aisle and i kept telling them like get out of the way there's like this is a business <laughs> these people have to make you know get out of the freaking way i didn't say that but so they're happy with the sound i think it airs uh I think sometime next week. So I'll be looking forward to it. So it's Summit Diner and Broad Street, representing New Jersey. And then they have uh, other states are in, in there. But who cares? We're, I'm just going to watch the New Jersey portion. Who cares? Who cares did, about uh, breakfast in Oklahoma? At the end of the interview, yeah. did, the, the Swiss, um, did they give you a Swiss Army knife? <laughs> I, I was actually interviewed probably about four or five years ago. Um, for the Swiss Broadcasting Corporation. And at the end of the interview, they were lovely people. They came and presented me with a special engraved Swiss <laughs> Army from which I have you know, over here in, in my closet. So I thought that might have been a thing. That they now did. I feel slighted. I, I didn't get anything. Yeah. You know, I had to pay for my breakfast on top of it. Like, what's going on here? You know, where's the limo? You know, door-to-door service. No, I had to drive up. And then the second time I drove up and nearly... Killed myself on the parkway with the stupid wheel. Anyway. Now, just to give you a sense of our bona fides, because yours precedes you. I mean, I've been um, – and to filter it all through a language that I think you you speak and probably a dialogue you create it when it comes to New Jersey food. I mean, I worked at Weird New Jersey Magazine for years, and when I wrote about hot dogs for them, I was just – all of my reference points were Munchmobile. I grew up down the block from uh, Jimmy Buffs and the Star – well, so spoken highly over the years. Yeah, uh, Mike, in, in West, were you in West Orange or Orange? I was in West. I was on Franklin Avenue, right across from Washington Street School, so right yeah. in the corner there. My yeah. mom grew up on Liberty Street, right next to Jimmy Buffs, and uh, 
Mike D spent some years as a youth living down the block from the Belmont Tavern. Nice. That is correct. Right at the yeah. end of my street. And Don Finelli, actually, we have part of our show, uh, you know, we have uh, sort of three or four rotating Jersey-based shows, and one of them covers Jersey food. Don is the guy who reviews all the food for us. So he he sort of worships at your altar as far yep. as uh, Jersey food. <laughs> I cannot believe so this candles, is candles. We got right little now. candles lit up, too, and everything. Well, you're the guy <laughs> that hadn't had a sloppy joe until this year? Yes. Is that true? How's that possible? Yes. How is that possible? It's like saying I've never had a Taylor ham sandwich in my life. That that Taylor ham has made it to Bergen County, but for some reason yeah. it was not talked about in Bergen County. There, just the sloppy Joe just didn't happen. And Dante's yeah. down the block for me, just my Italian deli that I grew up going to. Yeah. Just ne just ne never even mentioned it. It wasn't even on the it wasn't even on our, our radar at all. So I was blown away. Yeah. It was, it, um, it's embarrassing. I have so many embarrassing moments in this show, and I'm, I'm fucking <laughs> proud of them uh, because I get to learn uh, and, and just look like a complete idiot. No, but well, what's amazing um, but yeah, is... It blew me away. Blew me away. Yeah, what's amazing is in Jersey, I mean, it's a small state, but there are things that they do in South Jersey that they don't do in North Jersey and vice versa or, or Central yeah. Jersey. You know, like, well, uh, Pete, I love it. Yeah. Our friend, um, Andrea, we have a friend named Andrea Quinn who's become our official South Jersey correspondent because she was a listener to the show who would listen and be like, you idiots don't know anything about South Jersey. So we said, fine, just come be a part of it. We, I'll tell you, and again, I worked at Weird New Jersey about half a decade. I, I, I say, I put that up against any, I go, okay, nobody's going to question the fact that I love New Jersey if I worked at that magazine. Andrea informed us of the existence of both of both Boost and Yo -Yo. I was just going to say Boost. I was literally just going to say Boost. <laughs> yes. We found out South Jersey has their own. Everybody yeah. tells us it's like a flat cola. We're going. What are it's you? It's like a lemony about? cola. People have called it liquid crack. Uh, yeah, it's, and it's really only. It's not even South, all South Jersey. It's really just Burlington, Camden, maybe a little Gloucester. Camden is sort of the wheelhouse. Uh, that's where the uh, Burlington is where the company's located in Riverside. But you go into like Cape May or Landing County, they're not going to know what you're talking about. And then, you know, or even Salem County, it's really just those three two and a half counties. And it's you know, I, I recommend it. So what you it's it, they sell it in. You can get it a couple different ways. You can get it as a slushy. You can get it as a like a fountain drink, or you just buy the whole jug and you. Make it. It's like three parts uh, water to one part boost. If you want it stronger, you go two to one uh, or four to one, I mean. Uh, but as a slushy, it's really – you find a place down South Jersey that has it as, as a slushy. It is so – it's like the ultimate summer drink. It is so – and you get in different flavors. So like, so like the basic cola, you can get as a lemonade, rasp. You know, there are different sort of flavors of boost. I'm going on too much here about boost, but it's – it's, it's no, again, it's, 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 a, it's an example of things that – one part of the state does, and the other part, you know, doesn't. How about so, Don? Don, you should not feel embarrassed about your sloppy Joe. Yeah. Thing. Uh, yeah. Let yeah. me have my embarrassment. I'll take okay. it. Okay. Right. We just <laughs> found out about Yum Yum. I I, I honestly Leo's just Yum 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 like a month like a month ago. Yeah. Wait a second. I grew but I grew up with the Yum Yum. That's like that's something I we always called Italian ice growing up, and it wasn't Italian ice, right? It's like a, this like special version. It might some people might just say it's like italian but it's just like or sherbet or yeah it's, it's, it's like a mix between it. uh, uh italian ice and sherbet sort of like in that yeah. happy medium but we always ground. grew up with yum yum yeah. vanilla yum yum was like a big thing in my family <laughs> it's, it's so crazy that, and that's fucking bergen county I, I have no idea it's not even easy to find in south jersey i mean there's a yum yum store in waterford which you know camden county uh off the white horse pike and they have another store, but I don't think you can find it in like their local shop, right? So you you have to actually go to the retail uh, outlet to find it. But it's so good. 
Yeah, we would have it down the Jersey Shore, and I don't know if it was actual Yum Yum or my family got Yum Yum once, and then we'd go down to, like, say, Lavalette or something like that, and yeah. there's, like, a couple little small places down there. Uh, but I'm not sure if it's actually Yum Yum now, now that we're talking about it. Probably not. Or, yeah, like I said, yeah, we just got messed up. And that's that's really, you know, par for the course with my family. So uh, that's probably <laughs> okay. that's probably the situation. Now, Pete, I want to give you the highest praise we can give anyone on Uh-oh. the show. Which is the, Here it comes. Well, this is truthful. I mean, this list you put out, it blew oh. us away. It absolutely blew us away. An email went out the second it dropped uh, amongst all of us. What What led to you taking on such a titanic undertaking. Yeah, it is, it is uh, easily the most epic thing I've done in my career. And I've, you know, I've been around the block a few times. It, was, it sort of got to the point now that, I mean, this started in 2000, pre-COVID, pre-pandemic. I'm thinking like, what, what next? You know, I've done all these stories, not just food. I'm like, I am the food guy, but I do a lot of other sort of just Jerseyana sort of things. And I've done lists on where to go and all the, you know, most scenic drives and best small towns. Like, how can I top this how can i and i'm always looking for you know def, uh, f- fresh material you know i mean it's so easy just go to the food thing i mean i just did a, a ranking of uh, boardwalk pizza it would have been yes. so easy to just pick like the 10 you know from my past experience the 10 best 15 best but you know that's what other people do i actually went to Every, every, all fifty three, all fifty four mm-hmm. boardwalk pizzerias mm-hmm. went to each one, sampled at each one, uh, and then did the ranking. So it would have been so. It would have been. List. It would have been so easy just to sit back right here like this and just tell you I could have done that in like two hours. Okay, I had the whole list, but spent five days last week subjected myself to uh, boardwalk pizza. I mean, let's be real; it's most of it's pretty awful. Uh, mm-hmm. But I found like the top ten, top fifteen were actually pretty good. I, I definitely go back. The worst one. I mean, you could look at the list; it was the worst. Mm-hmm. I'm getting off track here, but it was the worst uh, white slice I've ever had in my life, and I've had a long life. It, it, it was just like, how do you serve this? I almost wanted to like, <laughs> talk to the owner. Like, this is not pizza. This is like some mutant form of, you know, whatever. Uh, but. So, so again, just to go back to, to the, the greatest thing list. So, you know, three years ago, you know, how can I, what, what can I do fresh? And uh, okay, the best thing about every town, you know, realizing, of course, there are 565. And when we say towns, we really mean municipalities. You know, we just use towns as sort of shorthand for municipalities. Uh, so I started putting a list together uh, of the best thing. And a lot of this off the top of my head, like some of the obvious Clifton, Rutz Hut, uh, and so on, but I wanted to be from the beginning not overly reliant on restaurants. That would have been the easiest thing to do, like all restaurants. So I tried to be a mix of uh, you know culture, tradition, history, uh, uh, just all sorts of things. So I put that list together three years ago. Then COVID hit, and sort of everything got pushed aside. And then early this year, I was talking to uh, Chris Kelly, who's like the second ranking uh, editor. And I said, Chris, can we resurrect this list? He said, sure. So beginning in March, I went over the list. I literally threw out about half my original entries from 2018 because I looked at them like, what were you thinking of putting this as the best thing about whatever? Uh, so I spent a couple weeks just redoing the list and then coming up with the cap. Spent three weeks writing the capsules, which are the you know the little short mini stories for each one. So it took basically about three months, uh, April, May, and June. I finished like end of June. I mean, pretty much. I did a few other food things, but it was just sort of a lot of research. Again, you know, uh, 
uh, I'm not going to flatter myself and say all these things came off the top of my head. There was a lot of research. I went into every municipal uh, town website looking for like a little, you know, I found like a lot of things, little little bits of history or, you know, Medford Lakes, which is in uh, Burlington County, not to be confused with Medford, Medford Lakes. And a lot of things I found out. You know, Mr. New Jersey finds out finds out a lot about New Jersey he didn't know. So I, I'm on the Medford Lakes uh, website, and I didn't find anything at first. I put something else as the entry, and then I went back like a couple weeks later, and I dug down like way at the bottom of that page. Medford Lakes, we have the highest concentration of log cabins in the world. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> log cabins? So and it's true. So I, I drove down there a couple. I spent like three weeks just driving all over New Jersey taking pictures because a lot of these we had to have actual photos. We couldn't use Instagram or social media. So I spent three weeks driving around taking photos, and I went to Medford Lakes. And indeed, there are a lot of freaking log cabins in Medford Lakes. So that became the entry for Medford Lakes. So it's an example of again the, the initial list. I, I forget what I had back in 2018 for Medford Lakes. It wasn't log cabins, and even when I redid the list earlier this year, it wasn't log cabins. But then I just happened to go onto the website and dig down, dig down, way at the bottom. Um, you know, you would think they would proclaim this like right at the beginning. Welcome to Medford Lakes, largest concentration of log cabins in the country. I mean, that's something you want to be proud of. Different, <laughs> distinctive. You know, and, you know, it, it's not making fun of the town. It is really, if you ever get down there, it's really a cool, all these freaking log cabins. The church <laughs> is like this gigantic log cabin church. It's, uh, it's, it's like the whole town is made out of uh, Lincoln Logs, if you're old enough to remember Lincoln Logs. It was oh, yeah. Sort of, sort of oh. like that. Uh, yeah. So, it, it, again, and it was something that I, I never knew about Metro Lakes and, and a lot of these towns, you know, just digging, trying to find something uh, that was most interesting. And a lot of people were confused. Yeah, cut me off anytime you want. A lot of people were confused by the, uh, the greatest thing headline. It's a little, I mean, that was just for uh, SEO purposes. You know, you want to get eyeballs. And when you say the greatest, it automatically, you know, it's an attention grabber. My initial, the, the foundation was the most interesting thing about every town. So that's how I wrote the list, the most interesting thing about each town. But that's not a very sexy headline. So they changed it to greatest, which is not, you know, not, you know, is the greatest thing about, uh, I know you guys were talking about this last week, the Helix and the Weehawken. Somebody was. So, you know, is it the mm-hmm. greatest thing about Weehawken? No, but I think it's the most interesting thing about Weehawken. Okay. So you see the difference, you know, again, so I wish people, you know, listening to this, if they look at the list, sort of put it in the frame of most interesting as opposed to greatest. I mean, my, my initial entry for Madawan was the uh, shark attacks back in 1960, right? The, the yep. Jaws was shark based on the yeah. five people killed in the Jersey Shore, and that's what Jaws was based on. Um, and so two of the people, two of the victims, uh, were attacked in Matawan Creek, and they're buried in Matawan. So that was my initial entry for Matawan. And I'm thinking, like, okay, if we're going to use greatest, greatest thing about Matawan is uh, murder. You know, no. <laughs> murder I, I by a shark. Yeah, I could just see the mayor uh, emailing me at the moment that hit and saying, what?! <laughs> <laughs> so I, I dropped that out. Uh, I took that out and replaced it with a, a vegan bakery, a Papa Ganache, is one of the state's best-known vegan bakeries. So there's a lot of, I mean, my point is there was a lot of adjustment right up until like the day before the list hit. I was sort of tweaking things and like taking things out. And, yeah, so there was, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, it was quite an undertaking, you know, and I'm, now, so I breathed, I breathed uh, easy once that thing hit the, uh, once it was published, when, whatever that was, two weeks ago. Whether you call it most interesting or greatest, 
you so are dealing with a culture of people who like to be mad about stuff and like mm-hmm. to be defensive about stuff. Yes. This is the Jersey way. So I'm sure you've run into this throughout your career. But this list is like a crown jewel. You must know going into it that there's going to be a lot of debate and there's going to be people mad at you. Are there any towns in specific that you feel like have have come at you and said, you no, got this one wrong? No, actually, the, the one thing that shocked, surprised, if not shocked me, was that there was not a lot of uh, blowback. You know, yeah, yeah, okay. there really wasn't, unless the people have on, they're maybe they're on Reddit or there's somewhere else where I'm not seeing it, but not directly to me, either by email. You know, it was on our Facebook page for a couple of days. Uh, so there wasn't a lot of, you know, because I get this in food all the time. I mean, I'm called an idiot at least 10 times a day because of, you know, <laughs> how dare you put this place better than that place and my pizzeria is better than your pizzeria and whatever. Uh, so I didn't get, I got way more uh, positive feedback than negative. Uh, I did not hear from any, um, like, you know, the mayors or the town. I heard from one town council woman who was in Heightstown. She was very, oh, I love that you put... Uh, uh, I think Petty School, which is this private, super exclusive private school, uh, that was the pick. Uh, she was hoping that I put a restaurant or the brewery or something else. Uh, but uh, And there were a couple. There was somebody from the uh, Voorhees Township down in South Jersey. They have this really cool veterans wall of honor. So every uh, veteran uh, serviceman and woman who uh, died, they have their... Uh, photos on the wall and a little bit about their service. Really cool. I wish every town did this, but they were the only town that, and, and the person who organized that was just over the moon. I can't believe no one knows about this. Uh, I'm glad. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's on the website, but you know, but again, buried sort of, you know, you had to sort of dig down. Uh, but again, just to go back to the original point. Yeah. Way more positive than negative. Um, no, I know you guys were debating. I forget who it was about the Helix and uh, Weehawk. And you know, again, greatest thing maybe you'd say uh, Al- uh, Aaron Burr shooting Alexander Hamilton. You know, as a mm-hmm. little bit of history. Uh, but I tried not to have too much history. I didn't want to have a lot of George Washington slept here sort of things. Uh, so I think it was. A well, good the greatest part about this is the the debate that. Now we get to talk about stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Even stuff that was buried deep that we might not know. So now we get to actually talk about specific things. So at least it starts a conversation between yeah, I mean, defensive people. Right? Yeah, so it's that's a good, good. If you know nothing good. about New Jersey, it's a great, I think, primer. Uh, it's mm-hmm. sort of like a great sort of mini encyclopedia about New Jersey. I mean, you know, if it, the publisher wants to do it as a book, we'll see. Um, oh, please. But, uh yeah, it's. It, I think it's a. You know, it's just a great. It, no one. I don't know if anyone in any other state has even tried something like this. It's just. Uh, you know, again, we have so many freaking. You know, five hundred. Was it all accurate in our hometowns, right, Geth? Like, was yours? Uh, I mean, West Orange. Before I even opened it, I was. I was like, it's going to be the Von Steuben House in River Edge. I know that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like when I. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. This is. I knew. I knew what it was going to be, and I was very happy that it was. Well, there's really nothing else in my very small town, but. Um, and the Eagle Rock Reservation was a solid, rock-solid choice for West Orange. I think that makes mm-hmm. sense. West Orange makes was, West Orange was what again? I'm trying to remember all this. That was the Eagle, <laughs> the Eagle Rock Reservation with the, oh, yeah, yeah, the skyline yeah. and the 9-11 yeah. memorial. I mean, I could have done Highland Pavilion. I could have done, um, you know, Manor. any number of things. You know, just a 9-11 memorial. Um, yeah, some of these were... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of things. Like, uh, Glen Ridge. Like if you, you may not, you know, Glen Ridge, it's on, again, it's on their website, but barely, and they have this highest uh, number of gas lamps in the country. And there's this whole history behind it. 
you know, he tries that's to crazy. Yeah. Let's yeah. get honest here. Let's get honest here about something. Yeah. Now that we're talking about Glen Ridge and Essex County, you mentioned like you do the best boardwalk on the best pizza on the boardwalk list and somebody's going to come in last place and you have to deal with that. It's a little different because when you go, the greatest thing about every town, in New- like you could name some towns and you could name 10 things that are fascinating. Like West Orange, you could name, you know, the Edison's, Edison's inventions oh, there. Yeah, the museum, yeah. Jimmy Buffs, the yeah. Black Marias, and all this stuff, right? Cliff, you said Clifton before. You could go Ruts Hot, Hot Grill. You could go Botany Village. You could start naming stuff, right? Pete, let's be honest. Some of these towns... To find one, I'm reading Essex County. I'm going, God bless you for finding a way to find something good in West Caldwell, Caldwell, North Caldwell. (laughs) And I mean, let's be honest. And I'm giving you a hard time here. And maybe people will get mad at me. Roseland is right. When you you call Roseland the gem of Essex County. I didn't call it. (laughs) That's that's their slogan, <laughs> not mine. Let the record show that. You that's know, their slogan. Is there I, not I didn't, I didn't say Roseland was the gem of anything. <laughs> they did, and then so I had to make a case. So and I couldn't find any of Roseland. Blink twice, and you're out of it. Uh, yes, thank you. This is know, my point. Yeah, and I drove them through, and I'm trying to think what I would do for Roseland. And then you know, again, I went to the website, the town website, and there it is, the gem of Essex County. So okay, let me. So, and I sort of had to make a case for them making that statement. Oh, maybe it is the gem of Essex County. Maybe yeah, not actually believing this, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I had a couple of the towns with their slogans. Uh, but if you think it was tough for the Caldwells, I mean, you get into South Jersey or the more rural parts like Sussex and uh, Warren. These towns again, there's there's they're either all rural, all farmland, all open space, and there's like three businesses. So yeah, pick one. <laughs> or do, do some part of history, you know, Drew Washington slept here. But again, in South Jersey especially, which is, you know, you get away from, say, Camden County, and it's almost all, and, and the shore towns, it's it's like a lot of rural uh, country road. And it, some of these towns, it was tough. I mean, uh, Stowe Creek. Yeah, how many people have even heard of Stowe Creek? You know, it's in, uh, where is it? Cumberland, Cumberland County. And I'm looking around, and I'm looking around. And what actually would help me, a little inside tip, so when I was really stumped, I would just Google map the town, like Stowe Creek, and it would show the boundaries. And if you go, you keep going closer, 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 it would actually show pretty much all the businesses. So I, I saw uh, Flag Crap Company. Well, that's interesting, Flag Crap. You know, so that, that they were my stand-in for Stowe Creek. I couldn't find pretty much any other business in Stowe Creek. I think they might be the only business in Stowe And I actually drove down there to take a picture because there was nothing, nothing on social media about them. And although I, I think I found a website later uh, somehow, and maybe they just added it or I wasn't looking in the right place. So I actually drove down there and took a picture of the truck and which leads on to another issue is just making sure that all these places were in the right town because flat crap company says they're in bridgeton they're not in bridgeton their mailing address is alloway they're not in alloway but they're physically located in stowe creek and that's why again where google maps came in handy i could actually see on the map that they were in the physical boundaries of so that's one thing i really be careful of um you know web addresses and, and mailing addresses in new jersey especially in the rural parts of new jersey they're not not accurate. They don't tell you where something actually is. They just—it's just a mailing address. It's just a web address, a web URL. I, my house is the GPS will tell you my house is in the town. It's not it. It's actually if you put my address with my town, it will not lead you to my house. Yeah. And this one thing that I've always I, one thing I've noticed every time one of my favorite pizza places is the Reservoir Tavern, and I've noticed every time which you write, one? Not oh. every time. Oh, in, in 
Well, I've always said and, boom, and I've noticed that you you do often add a disclaimer. Oh my god, it it's amazing! <laughs> it's amazing how many people in Boone think it's in Boone. It's not in freaking Boone. <laughs> and the website says Boone. The web, actually, their website says we've been serving the Boone community for I don't know how many years. They their own place can't even get it right. It's in Parsippany. <laughs> it's in freaking Parsippany. I, I've gotten arguments with people. I show them the map. I show them Google Maps. You cross the reservoir. You know, the reservoir, that's why it's called the Reservoir Tavern, separates Parsippany and Boone. Once you cross the revenor, reservoir, you're in Boone. When you come back the other way, you're in, in Parsippany, and the tavern's right there. As soon as you come across the reservoir, it's right there. It's clearly in Parsippany, and yet people in, in Boone think it's in Boone. It just drives me up a freaking wall. Like, how do you not know one town from the other? Especially you if you live in, in Morris County. How do you not know one town? I have to imagine that with... When you go to the Reservoir Tavern, they must know you at this point. You must know the owners or the proprietors. No, no, not really. There are a lot of places. I mean, I'm recognized every once in a while. But the Reservoir Tavern, I haven't been there that many times. I mean, I, I you know, it's perfectly fine pizza. It's got great history. You know, it's a cool-looking place. I like the Reservoir in uh, uh, South Orange more. That's just me. There, okay. There's no connection. Um so there's so many, yeah, I mean, a lot of there are places that, again, I'm recognized. I sort of, I, I, if I have a question on a story, I can, you know, Al, Al, Al Santello and Elizabeth, one of my favorite pizzerias in New Jersey. I can uh, just, you know, he'll answer me right away. He knows who I am, you know, and, and back and forth. You know, there are a lot of restaurants owners I know uh, without who I haven't physically met, but, you know, they, they know who I am. So that helps in case I'm doing a food story or I have a question or whatever. But, you know, I get recognized every once in a while. I guess the bald head gives it away or, or something i was speaking of centillas i was uh i was shocked to see it i i figured if it was gonna be a food thing from elizabeth on the list it would be santillos but it was it was an italian ice place the cosmos right. best italian ice in new jersey i think um you know if you're going to those chain ice places there's something wrong with you go to go to to cosmos it's 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 they only make like three flavors at a time you know the old hand crank with the in the barrels it's like the shack in the peterstown section of elizabeth sort of downtown a little away from downtown it's just it's it's not you know it's not again it's not like chain ice place you, you know nice fancy whatever it's just this shack and the owners are sitting outside owners live next door the de cosmos they're sitting in their lawn chairs on the sidewalk so you can i mean uh, who does that you know you can actually walk up there and talk to the owners and then get the italian ice um but they are, from what I, did I hear that they were selling? I mean, they're, they're at some point they're going to retire anyway, but I think they, the, the place is up for sale and I sure hope nothing changes. Uh, but it's, uh, but again, yes, yeah, Santillo's would have been a good choice. Any, any number of restaurants downtown, you know, Elizabeth has a lot of great history, uh, you know, the seaport. But I thought to Cosmos, well, you know, Santillo's, he's, he's gotten enough publicity over the years. It's, and but, you've given, you've certainly yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, But I really think the Cosmos was the coolest thing about, the coolest, yeah, no pun intended, but I think it was definitely the coolest thing about Elizabeth. <laughs> well, when you, and when you talk about them sitting there in the chairs, you sit there, you go, man, between that and having to wander down the driveway at Santillo's where you're not yeah. even sure it's a business, yeah. Elizabeth must be... I mean that that's a very heavy hitter per capita of old school feeling businesses, right? Like yeah. uh, Elizabeth's that's a for real town. Yeah. And then and yet you gotta sit here on Roseland's website, click and refresh, hoping something jumps out because they count too. God for, right, Elizabeth should get two. Like can we just t- who nobody from Roseland is even gonna argue with me. Yeah. The coolest thing about yeah. Roseland, it's an oxymoron. Actually somebody did. Somebody said, How come you didn't put in uh, I think it's Fairchild's market? Which is like the right 
downtown. It's not really in the downtown, but it's uh, somebody said you should have had Fairchild's Market. Actually, the best slogan, again, I, I did a couple of the slogans I used as the greatest thing, the best one. I mean, I still laugh whenever I hear it. Randolph, Morris County, their official slogan, where life is worth living. Wow, that's where I need to put my dark face. Seriously? <laughs> where life is worth living. They can get rid of all these medications. Who thought of that? Who thought of that? You couldn't come up with something better than that? And I, and I use that as, uh, as the, uh, I, I think the, the beginning was, well, that's an interesting, and I put interesting in italics. That's an interesting slogan. <laughs> It apparently was, you know, I mean, they make a big deal about back in the 30s and 40s, it was sort of a resort. But you can say that a lot of Morris County towns or towns around the country, back, you know, back back then they were resort, you know, the Ocean Groves and the, uh, the whatever. They were resort communities, you know, uh, Mount Arlington, Bertrand Island, you know, so uh, where life is worth living. <laughs> There has to be, there has to be, and nobody got back to me. I mean, there has to be some sort of meaning to that, or so maybe there's a story. Someone just watched it. It's a Wonderful Life, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean, there has just to be like, a story. They just watched a movie, and they were just like, yeah, let's take this. Yeah. This sounds good. There has to be a story behind that. I just don't know what it is. Does it get annoying to you? I have to imagine that not a day of your life goes by where someone doesn't tell you about a place you have missed. Does that get annoying, or do you like it? Place I missed that I've actually missed because a lot of like times, uh, especially on Twitter, they'll say you should go try this place, and my my stock answer is I've been there. Thanks. <laughs> That's all I say. I mean, it sounds sort of a little snarky, but I mean, what else am I going to say? I'm not going to say I've been there. You idiot! Already, I've written about it a hundred <laughs> times, even though I probably have written about it a hundred times. Yeah. So my stock answer on Twitter, you know, and they, they, people still ask me, "Ever been to Rut's Hut?" I, I want to say like, serious. Well, that's. Serious? Same question. I mean, you used to operate a vehicle that had a hot dog mounted on top of it. Oh well, yeah. I mean, apart from that, but it, it's the most rec. It's probably the most recognized hot dog stand in New Jersey and maybe in the country. You know, the Daily uh, Daily Mail, I think, named the best hot dog uh, place in the country a couple of years ago. So everyone knows. If you know anything about hot dogs, you know what's hot. But again, I get it on Twitter a lot. You know, you should go to, and nine times out of ten, I've been there. Thanks. Yeah, and people—they don't know. They're—they're they're not researching me. You know, every every story I've ever written or every list, but uh, it's yeah. So I get that a lot, but uh, but I do get a lot of tips. That being said, I do get a lot of tips, especially on Twitter. I'll say something like, "I'm going uh, doing boardwalk pizza. I'm doing best cheesesteaks. What's your favorite place?" And again, nine times out of ten, they're going to name places I already know about. But then every once in a while, every once or twice out of ten, they'll say, "Oh, go to here, and it's a place I've never heard of." So, I mean, it's, you know, there are how many restaurants? 10,000 restaurants in New Jersey? You know, you can't possibly get to, to or even know about all of them. So you do depend, you know, any food writer who says they don't depend on tips from readers is, is lying because they don't, they don't discover places on their own. They, somebody tells them, hey, you got to go to Chris's Deli. Uh, they got the best uh, corned beef sandwich. Then, oh, okay, you go there, try it out, and it's great, and it ends up on a list sometimes. Or it really sucks, and it doesn't go anywhere. So a lot of um, a lot of my list, people say, "How come you didn't put this in such and such a place?" Because I've been there and draw your own conclusions. Just wasn't good enough to get it, to make the list. That's all. Uh, one of our guys, uh, Nikki Bonaduce, he's one of the hosts of our shows. He's a huge fan of yours. He was said, "I'm going to tell you something too. I haven't even mentioned this. The only other person we've interviewed as part of the show, we've had a couple guests on." Alan, Alan Sepamal, your, your uh, former Star Ledger compatriot, did a, an episode with Don where they reviewed water. tap water together, yeah. mm -hmm. different types of bottled water. 
this is our second ever interview. The only other person we've ever interviewed is Governor Phil Murphy. I saw that. The yeah. It's him and you. <laughs> Nick, I think, is sadder to you not gotta be get here today. you got to get Christy, especially oh, if he's running for be, president. got to get oh, Christy. I mean, it would mostly just be the West Orange contingent of our gang making fun of him for being from Livingston. That would be most. <laughs> just be that. That old rivalry coming to right? But Bonaduce is, I think, more sad missing this than he was. No offense to Governor Murphy. He has expressed more anguish about working now and missing this. He did want me to ask you, yeah. um, in your experience, what is a Panzerati and why is it only popular in such a specific region of New Jersey? It's basically a, a fried, it's like, I mean, a calzone, it's a South Jersey version of a calzone. Uh, the difference is that, you know, calzone is usually just cheese, usually, but the panzerotti is uh, meat, a lot of meat and cheese, and uh, and it's, uh, yeah, it's a South Jersey calzone is really the, the quick answer. If you, go, if you go to West Orange or wherever and say, can I have a panzerotti, I have no clue what you're talking about. Again, it's one of those things that's, that's, uh, specific to a certain part of uh, New Jersey. Now, I'm, I'm finding, you know, not every day, but hearing about things that people call something that I never heard of. Oh, that's what you, that's what you call it down there. And don't get me started on Taylor Ham and Pork Roll. Please don't get me started on that. <laughs> people subject. get mad. We've learned. Oh, man, we got booed off stage. Yeah, I got booed off stage. So North Jersey, and so it's like, you guys are mostly North Jersey, right? Yeah. Yes. And you're going to say Taylor Ham, right? Yes. Well, you're not ever going to say Pork Roll. Never. No, right. No. Nick, uh, Nicky Bonaduce couldn't be here. He moved out to Ocean County. All of a sudden, he says pork roll, but his reasoning is now he likes cases better. Yeah. So he says he calls it pork roll because of his allegiance to cases. Yeah. yeah. Well, my, and I've said this, I should put it on a t shirt. I've said this a gazillion times. Whenever people on our Jersey Eats Facebook page or on Twitter, they start this, which I think is the stupidest, most sophomore debate in New Jersey is Taylor versus pork roll. And I say it every single time. And I'll, and I'll preface it by saying I've said this a gazillion times. All Taylor ham is pork roll. Not all pork roll is Taylor ham. It's that simple. Don't call it Taylor ham if it's not Taylor ham. Because you could be getting case. You could be getting another brand. Taylor ham's a brand. Now, pork roll is the gene- pork really roll is is the generic. Pork roll could be case, Taylor ham, et cetera, et cetera. Don't call it Taylor ham, North Jersey, <laughs> if it's not Taylor ham. When That's people all. really get And then they still come at me. Oh, and they'll show me pictures, Taylor Ham. <laughs> what, are you, what are you showing me? So tell well, when you tie it into the central, what, the thing that really drives people crazy is they'll say, oh, I'm from central Jersey. And then I enjoy the joke of that's not real. And they'll get oh, mad at me and I'll go, uh, well, what do you call it? Taylor Ham or pork roll? And invariably they say pork roll. And I say, yeah. and that is why you're from South Jersey. And that no, gets no, no. very. Oh, I would get. I would come back at you if you said something like that to me. Please, Central Jersey exists. Wow. First of all, I mean, I worked for the home, the New Brunswick paper for twenty years, and at the top, the top of the newspaper was the voice of Central Jersey. And this was back in the seventies. So Central Jersey existed then, and it certainly exists even more now. I mean, as more per, more people live in uh, Middlesex County. Middlesex County is like the fourth or fifth most populous county in the in the in the state. Bergen's number one, but Middlesex. Uh, Ocean, which is, you know, you can call it, like, I live in Southern Ocean County. It sort of feels South Jersey-ish, but I would put Ocean County in Central. Uh, but Burlington in South, because it, even though a lot of Burlington is north of Ocean County, it just feels like South Jersey. If you're driving down, like, Route 206, it feels like South Jersey. It doesn't feel like Central Jersey. Whereas if you're driving down Route 9 and like, uh, Tom's River, Waretown, that sort of 
feels central Jersey. It doesn't feel south until you get like closer to Atlantic City. But uh, you know the, the 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 lines are. You know, you can argue this till the end of time, but Central Jersey does exist. Clearly, exists. it existed back in the seventies, and it exists now. Just because some masthead on a newspaper puts it there, I could say I'm the Loch Ness monster's personal assistant. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, that was the voice of Central Jersey. That was the paper in Central Jersey. I mean, don't 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 argue me with me on this. No, if there's the a voice person, of Central I will not Jersey, argue Jersey. Go, don't make you. don't make me go into my room and pull out a copy of a old home news from the seventies. I will actually. Uh, actually that's a, that's a good question. That. I'm not sure if they still proclaim that. Actually, I, I haven't looked at the paper in a long time, but I, I imagine so. But that was that was their that was their slogan: "The Voice of Central Jersey." I'll, I'm going to go ahead and say this: for years, I have maintained otherwise, and on this show, I've had a lot of fun with it. Now that I have been scolded by none other than Pete Denise <laughs> himself, I am now willing to admit. Yeah, sure, I think we just got our asses handed to sure. us. Yeah, I've huntered in Somerset, Middlesex, yeah, Mercer. The M, all the M counties, well, not Morris, obviously, but yeah, absolutely. And then again, a, lar- a good chunk of uh, ocean, but not Burlington. I mean, I get Burl- I get people from Burlington County. How come you keep saying we're in South Jersey, we're in Central Jersey? No, you're not. I mean, Burlington County goes, it's the Pine Barrens. And it, it goes, it's further south than like Atlantic City, some of it. You know, don't, I feel don't, like don't that's tell me what Murphy should do. Central if, they, if they really want everybody to stop complaining about this stuff on the internet, they should, Governor Murphy, I think legitimately, I'm not kidding. I think they should have the state legislature just commission you to define what's North Central and South. <laughs> and I think you're one of a ha- small handful of Jerseyans that people would actually listen to and stop grumbling. Yeah. No, I get people. Yeah, yeah, well, some of them will listen to me. A lot of them would just tell me I'm, I'm an idiot. But I, 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 all the time, people from like Linden, you know, I always considered Linden Central Jersey. Like, how? Look at a freaking map, will you? Linden is like 30 miles from the New York state line, and it's 130 miles from Cape May. How can that possibly be central to anything? 30 miles from New York, 130 miles from Cape May, and you, you insist that it's central Jersey? Come on. People telling me Union County is central Jersey. I'm going, no, 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 no. Again, no, no, the, no. you know, there's parts of Union County that are, are south of Middlesex. Yet, yet I put Middlesex squarely in Central Jersey. Like I said, you have to sort of draw. There's no straight line. It's not like everything south of 195 or everything south of between uh, 80 and and 195. It's, you know, so the lines are not uniform, and I think that's what messes people up. They could say something. Well, you're putting Woodbridge in Central Jersey. How come uh, Clark, which is right next to it, is not Central Jersey? Well, because it's Union County. That's why. And you have to you have to draw the line somewhere. Is what I'm saying. I mean, you'll you got mad at me for even mentioning the Central Jersey debate. Don Finelli, who's also on this with you, he yep. told me with a straight face within the past few months that he views everything south of Route 80 as South Jersey. Oh, no. You didn't, this you didn't say County. He's a Bergen County it. maniacs. People from Bergen County <laughs> are the South angry of 80 was oh. the 287. I, 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 I have to go do my laundry now. I'll see you later. <laughs> i gotta pick up my rim. I got to pick up my rim. They just called. South of 80. South of 80? Oh. Everything South Jersey to me. These Bergen, Bergen County people. They're in a world of their They really are in the world. We are. I get this all the time. How come you never write about Bergen County? Look at my list. Bergen County's all over them. You know, you know hot dogs, Hiram's, uh, you know, uh, oh my God, uh, any number of ice cream places. Uh, you don't do cheesesteaks. It's one, maybe Bergen County's biggest failing 
Yeah, we, can you I, find a cheesesteak anywhere in Bergen County? No, I don't. Maybe I don't at a gas I mean, station. Like Maybe at Seven Eleven. Added on the menu that no one ordered. So <laughs> yeah, Bergen County. Kind of how it worked. I've never world. seen anyone eat a cheesesteak in, in, in Bergen County. Yeah. I've just like never seen it. Unless like they're coming back from Philadelphia with something. I That's mentioned the cheesesteak, the Korean cheesesteak at which one, which is in Cliffside mm-hmm. Park. Cliffside Park. Yeah. 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 So it's, it, it's, it's, a, you know, it's not a straight mainstream right. cheesesteak, but it's Korean. So there is, there are cheesesteaks in Bergen County, believe it or not. Yeah. But Bergen is, uh, you know, and then people who live up in, uh, I always find this funny, people who live up in the northern, like Allendale and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Alpine, yeah. they don't consider, yeah, the real rich areas. they don't consider Garfield and Lodi. That's not Bergen County. I've actually had people say that. That's not Bergen County. It's not. You better tell them that because. And I always grew up thinking Clifton was Bergen County yeah. just because I loved Clifton so much. And then yeah. they're like, this is a fucking Bergen County. I was like, oh man, I know. I knew it in my heart, but I always wanted it to be. So, <laughs> it's just I've, one of those I've places. started to wonder if Clifton is kind of the most New Jersey of Jersey towns. Clifton's like sprawling and huge. And I feel like when I think of Jersey in my yeah. mind, yeah. Clifton. Well, it's got some of our favorite places there too. It does also have. Stanton, Stanton for all of Jersey. I mean, it's not a lot of rural to it, but right. you know, it's a good representative town. Yeah, for certainly North Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be happy. To, we did a whole episode on Clifton where Don, I think within about two hours, ate Rutz Hut, Hot Grill, and Sharky's wings, and yeah. I Sharky's. presume then just spent the rest of the day curled up in the fetal position. <laughs> no, I was energized, Chris. I was pumped. <laughs> I was. I was very happy. I, I was. Big. I was legit. Like it didn't sit. I mean, it should have sat in my stomach, like like you think it does. But I was so happy to have bang banged all of those, uh, and I think we had a good episode from it. I'm a big craft beer guy, and I've been meaning to get. There's a craft brewery almost right across the street from Rutz Hut. Uh, oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. You, you sort of cross the street, go down the street a little bit, uh, but they've been open for like three, four years, and I've yet to get there. So, next time. Now, and Mike D, I know that you uh, you have a deep affinity for the Belmont Tavern. I do. I feel like even beyond a food place, chicken savoy, almost chicken like savoy. representing something larger Shrimp in beeps. your mind. <laughs> are there are there other places like that where you go the belmont almost represents a piece of this state in a way that's beyond the food it feels very essex county it feels you know there's rumblings of it's a it's a place where maybe a made man might like to hang out here and there um i think the star tavern similar i had an aunt my aunt was a server at the star tavern really time. She told me that the maid guys used to come and try to cut the line, and they used to tell them, no, we know who you are. We don't care. You stand on line like everybody else. It feels almost like iconic. Are there, are there other places that come to mind for you, Pete, that are beyond the food? These are some of the places that tell the story of New Jersey. Yeah, you know, I did a list. Actually, I was just looking it up now. I did a whole list uh, a couple of years ago, the greatest uh, old school restaurants, and I think Belmont was number one. Uh, mm. And actually, the photo that is the, the the thumbnail is the Belmont Tavern was Belmont number one. I'm Spiritos was right up there. No, Lido in Hackensack. Lido, Don might know. They re- I haven't been there since they renovated it. Have Have you been there like the last year? No, or two? I haven't been there since they renovated. Yeah, it was, it's the many, dark. Many, many, it was many. the darkest restaurant in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah you needed <laughs> like a freaking flash. You needed a flashlight to find your table. Yeah. It was that dark. Uh, so they renovated it, and apparently they put illumination in uh but belmont was uh Bummer. yeah old school restaurants yeah it was it was right up there halston summit diner i mean all these places aren't just great 
places to eat. They sort of, you know, Angelo's Diner in Glassboro. It's, I think it's a quintessential small town diner. It's not just a diner. It's it's tiny. It's sort of where everybody in Glassboro eats. You want to find the mayor. He's there. You know, Spirito's, which is up for sale. Uh, I don't think the sale has gone through, and hopefully the new owner doesn't change that. It's just this great. You can argue all you want about whether the ra- you know people talk about the raviolis. I think they're just okay. Uh, I think their pizza's better than anything on the menu, uh, but it's just this great sort of old school. You know, you walk through the kitchen to get to the bathroom. Uh, you know, the bartender. Every time I go there, I get the same cranky old bartender who sort of gets friendly eventually. I guess it takes him a while to. Uh, and, you know, rewind the, the crankiness. But uh, I'm not sure if I answered your question, but there's so many of those places like uh, Belmont Tavern around New Jersey. These places have been around forever. You know, maybe they haven't changed the menu in forever. They're s- still serving the same, you know, chicken parm or whatever. But peep, they're immensely popular. If they close down, and some have closed down in the last couple of years, people are distraught. Uh, and there's I'm not I'm not saying New Jersey has more of these places than any other state, but it just seems we have a damn lot of them. These sort of Chris, old school. I have a sister question to this question, yeah. if, if 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 I may, because I know you famously kind of do a lot of these solo trips just to kind of churn through them, yeah. right? You're not going out with anybody. You're kind of hitting these places up seven, eight places in a day, something you know. And I'm thinking, are there favorite places where you do like to sit down with somebody? Is, do you have a favorite place where you would you like to go with a friend to have a, a meal where you do you know instead of kind of going through all these things you have one or two places that that are fo- that you're fond of to do uh, that to kind of slow down? Yeah, I don't know if there's I don't know if I can give like one or two. I mean, there there right. if I like you know it, I live close to fairly close to it. Uh, um, Old Causeway in Manahawken on the way to uh, Long Beach Island. I mean, it's just a great, uh, I mean, I love oysters. You know, it's nothing like a dozen uh, freshly shucked oysters. And they have this really cool sort of like little vinaigrette mignonette, they call it, that Mm -hmm. you dip the oysters in. And it's a great bar. They have really good craft beer selection, good burgers. They have a little bit of, it's not just a seafood place. Uh, And right next door is Mud City, which is owned by the same people. And they also own a couple of restaurants on LBI. So that's the kind of place that, yeah, I would. Yeah, uh, but th- there's so many of those. I mean, I'd, I'd be if I lived near, say, Santillo's, I'd probably be there uh, once a week. Uh, mm-hmm. But I do, a, I don't live there. B, you can't. There's no place to sit down there. Uh, you have to right. take your pizza with you. I mean, we've had a couple times when we did this pizzeria show down uh, like five, six years ago. Al let us, we set up a couple tables in his driveway. And my crew, we had like five or six judges. So we sat in his driveway and had his pizza. But otherwise, you have to Amazing. take it home or take it to a, a bar. He has this list of like approved bars where you can bring your pizza in. You know, they won't say like you can't bring, you know, some restaurants, you, obviously right, you right. can't bring food from the outside. Sure. But he has this sure. list of approved bars. You can take your pizza to this bar and this bar which is just I mean, the whole place you haven't been there it's just it's That's just amazing. a trip yeah i didn't go you have to go when he's there he's not there every day and i think the close monday tuesday i think even wednesday now so it's only thursday friday saturday and sunday so you have to make sure that he's there for the full experience because he he is a trip it is gotcha. a place i've been once and you do i had a friend of mine who grew up in elizabeth took me there you feel like you're about to bother someone in their home. It feels like you're yeah, not yeah. actually in the right place. It's yeah. pretty fantastic. Yeah. And he's there with um, his wife, Lorraine, and like I said, Al. She actually makes, a lot of people don't realize that, she actually makes the pizza. Al doesn't make the pizza. She actually, you know, mm-hmm. the dough, 
uh, and she puts the toppings on. He bakes them, and it's all about the baking anyway, you know, mostly. You know, taking it out at the right time, make sure it's cooked evenly. You know, it's brick oven. They have their own sort of uh, quirks. So, but he actually physically doesn't make the pizza, but uh, but Lorraine is happy to sort of be back in the in the background and and let Al uh, uh, grab the spotlight. Half. <laughs> Kind of my final question, and then I'll see if the guys have anything else. But here's the big one I've wanted to ask you for a long time, because it's not this is not an original thought to say that. You know, a lot of a lot of people will say the quickest way to start learning about a foreign culture is through their food. Uh, the quickest way to sort of break barriers and have conversations and get to know how people are really living is through their food. I mean, like this, I think, is the basis of food writing in a lot of way. I think Anthony Bourdain built a whole career off of this idea. Um, now, New Jersey is the most densely populated place in America. Like you said, you, I was laughing before, you said like parts of Union County right up next to Middlesex County and you go, but yeah, culturally you're living Central Jersey, you're living North Jersey, and but you overlap because it's so tightly packed. There's parts of the state where you know, even thinking restaurant wise, like you could be eating at Jockey Hollow in Morristown, or you could be eating at, at 90 acres on that land that the uh, King of Morocco used to own. And within an hour, you could also be eating out of a, a food truck from someone who moved to this country three months ago. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's too many places like that. Now, when you're dealing with a place that is not a foreign culture, where the cliche is, that's how you get to know. You go to a faraway land, their food teaches you. But we do have cultures here that are constantly overlapping and shifting. And I feel like even in the time that you've been doing what you do for this state, there's probably towns where the whole tenor of the type of food they cook has been changed by immigration and yeah. migrations. So when you think of New Jersey as a whole and what you learn about the people of New Jersey through your work outside of the food itself and the reviews, but the people when there's so many different kinds of people here, but they do smash into each other and that goes ethnically, economically. There's so many different types of people face to face all the time. Unlike I would argue any place else, at least in this country, what do you think about New Jersey people via what you've learned about their food habits? Uh, boy, that's a big question. Um, for, for, well, first of all, I mean, we're, this may not quite answer the question, but, uh, you know, we're passionate. If there's one subject, New Jerseyans, the, the number one hot button subject for New Jerseyans, it's food. Uh, more than sports, more than politics. I don't care who's in office. Uh, food quick. And I've said this a long time. The quickest way to start an argument in New Jersey is my pizzeria is better than your pizzeria. <laughs> That's the quickest way to start an argument, if not a fight. Uh, but there's so much, uh, yeah, and, and you know, you don't have to go into New York. We have, you know, especially in North Jersey, you know, it's 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 not quite as uh, different in South Jersey. You don't have the quite all the the all the different ethnic ethnicities in in large numbers in South Jersey that you do in North Jersey because it's most because North Jersey has just a lot more people. Uh, but you don't have to go to New York City for you know, you name the ethnic restaurant in New York City, you can find it in North Jersey. 
I mean, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, Turkish, West African, whatever. Um, even uh, the most obscure Serbian, you know, most obscure kind of uh, things that you wouldn't expect to find in uh, New Jersey. We, you know, we really are a United Nations of food. Um, there, there. Again, New York City, maybe you know, they're more. It's more concentrated. Maybe that's the only thing New York's got going for it. You know, maybe you can walk like six block area, you can find like. 30 different ethnicities. North Jersey might have to drive around a little bit. Uh, but it's it's a great melting pot of people. And, and, and that's, as you said, it's reflected in the restaurants. Uh, you know, and we're talking well beyond just Greeks coming here and opening up diners. You know, and they still own the majority of diners. This, this, uh, I found actually my, my best, most interesting, greatest thing, whatever it was about Sayreville. Uh, was a place called a lady's kitchen o l a i d e apostrophe s uh, West African food. I mean, it's not that you wouldn't expect to find it in Sayreville, but it, it, it was just in this sort of kind of ho hum strip mall at the end. You really have to know. There's a quick check across the highway, um, but that's an example of. And they had some food that just like you have to. It was an education just reading the menu, and it was education just eating the food because it was nothing that I really had. Uh, you know, I've been to Africa, but I hadn't experienced that type of food. I'm not sure that the point I'm trying to make here, but uh, it's it's there's everything is food wise. Everything is New Jersey. You know, the the we, we are United Nations of people. We are we're United Nations of food. Um, again, especially from, uh, you know, North, North Jersey, where there's just a great concentration of, uh, restaurants, you know, Bergen County. I mean, they have more Korean restaurants than any other County in the state. I mean, that's just where they yeah. took, took hold and, and found a, found a footing. And, you know, they're, they're all over the place. You know, they're slowly migrating South, you know, New Brunswick and even further South. But, um, yeah. It's it's just it's a great place to be a food writer. A, it's so compact. Even though you know you spend forever on the highways, you know Garden State Park with your wheel falling off. You know, uh, you, you know on Route eighty seventy eight, you spend half your time. I do a lot of driving around, uh, and you know, I and I cover the whole state from top to bottom. So I, most of my time is not spent eating, but just sitting in traffic. But if you're willing to, uh, this is the one thing I try to tell people because we all are in our own little you know where we live or grew up and we don't often especially food wise or just exploration wise we don't often get out of our comfort zone you know how many people you know if we did a poll of all your listeners how many people have actually been in the pine barrens you know actually camped there or spent it over you know driving through it doesn't count how many people from say north jersey have actually physically been in the pine barrens with a kayak a canoe a tent, uh, or how many people from South Jersey have you been, have you been to Jersey City and all the great uh, range of restaurants up there? The most diverse city in, in in the country. So New Jerseyans, my point is, New Jerseyans have a lot to learn about New Jersey, um, mm-hmm. and I think this list was, I think, hopefully opened up a lot of people's eyes. And I got a lot of emails to that uh, to that effect, like, oh my God, this you really, I'm gonna get in my car right now and go to all these places and you know we can't find this stuff online um and and that's what you know and that's what that list tried to be it wasn't just i I didn't want it to read like an endless series of wikipedia lists you know you know 
South Orange is the third most populous county in SEO. It wasn't like that. There was a little attitude. There was a little, you know, there was, you could tell it was researched. And, uh, you know, I try to go scratch, go beyond the uh, surface. And, and like I said, if it gets people to jump in their car and uh, explore New Jersey, I mean, so much in New Jersey is, is unexplored by New Jerseyans. It's just, again, it's just amazing. How many people that I run across all the time? Have you been to the Great Falls? No. Like, what? <laughs> How could you, yeah. especially if you live in North Jersey, how can you, it's the greatest natural wonder in, in, in all of the whole state. Now, unfortunately, yeah. just a couple of days ago, there's this cool bridge that goes on top of the falls. They closed it for structural reasons. So don't go now because the whole point is to walk across that little, little narrow bridge about this narrow right. and right. It's, it's atop the falls and you want to go to the falls. You want to go there when it's uh High high waters, you know. There's a storm, uh, you know, when the, the falls and all this great, great majestic thundering glory. Uh, so that's when you want to go there, but not don't go there like tomorrow because they've closed down the bridge. I really have always. I feel like you ask people what's the best restaurant in New York, and they're going to start. They're going to say, "Oh, you got to get a table at Per Se," or "Oh, Daniel Barber's opening this new place." Wiley Dufresne, all these celebrities, and that's great. But I feel like in Jersey, I know there are places that have Michelin stars. I know there's places that get attention. I feel like there's people who probably have trust funds who will look you in the eye and go, well, you got to eat at Toby's Cup. Or if I'm being honest, the best thing you're going to eat is a fat sandwich after you've had X amount of drinks. I feel like there's such an aversion to pretentiousness in New Jersey. And I find that over and over again in the food. It's rare to me that someone recommends a Jersey restaurant to me where um, you got to put on a tie to get in. That doesn't Can I add to something to that, Chris? Favorite. Yeah. I, I think there's a, I think as, especially nowadays, there, there's so much closed mindedness. I always got a sense from New Jersey. There was an open mindedness to food. And I think it's part of the culture. So as clo the cl most closed minded people are like my parents, friends or something like that, that are just kind of stuck in their ways. If you mention a West African place to them, they'd be like, yeah, fuck it. I'll try You know, there's, there's this, like, there's not as much as there's, you know, there's bigotry everywhere. There's closed mindedness everywhere. There's something that I, where I grew up or at least in Northern New Jersey, where there was just always this open mindedness to newer food. And I think it's such a part of the culture and maybe that was going to your original question too. It's something that I'm actually very proud of. It might take a hot second, uh, but there, there is an open. I think it's part of our culture to be a little bit more open-minded about other places. And I think, I think to Pete's point, we need to keep exploring our own state more to kind of keep feeding that. Uh, no pun intended. I just wanted to add that. Yeah, and I think New Jerseyans. I mean, New York is, is you know, they, they we make the best bagels, we make the best pizza. They're so they got. You know, I'm not generalizing for every New Yorker, but there's so you know this feeling of superiority, and God forbid they have to cross the river to eat. You know, uh, but we've got again, and I think I don't think we have that superior attitude. I don't think anyone is saying New Jersey is, even though actually I think it made the case, you know, five six years ago in a story. But a lot of it was tongue in cheek. I said New Jersey was the center of the food universe, uh, mostly because of the companies, not not because the restaurants were so much better than anywhere else. But a lot of the big food companies are based here, uh, uh, and. But I think the one thing, again, not to generalize, but I will anyway. We don't feel we don't feel superior either about our state or about our food. 
Uh, I think we, we're willing to get into a, a healthy argument with New Yorkers about pizza and bagels and whatever else. But, you know, even though they're going to put shadows down and New York is the best at everything and whatever and yada, you know, I'm tired of hearing it. Uh, but you don't have to just come to, I would only just say this to New Yorkers, just, just don't go to Jersey City. Uh, you know, there's more to New Jersey than Jersey City. Again, Jersey City has the, the greatest uh, range of restaurants, the most diverse uh, selection of restaurants in, in the whole state. Uh, but you know, go to and or Hoboken for that matter. I know that's so easy; mm-hmm. just jump on path and you're in both places. But go to go to New Brunswick. Go to go to Camden. Go to mm-hmm. Point Pleasant Beach, Atlantic City. I mean, a lot of great restaurants in Atlantic City. It's not just the Boardwalk, uh, but there's so much. Um, there's so much great diversity, culinary diversity um, here, and the best. You know, and I, I feel sorry for the people in South Jersey because they're always getting the. You know, there's nothing in South Jersey. There's no great restaurants in South Jersey. Yes, there are. You just gotta. Just, that's the. That's the lazy way. Is just to say, if you live up in Bergen County, oh, there's there's no mm-hmm. good food in South Jersey. And why mm-hmm. why am I going to Cumberland County? There's no there there. Well, yeah, there's some great restaurants. You just have to know where to look. You know, go on NJ.com. There's any number of restaurants. You know, I cover the whole state or, and other food writers. You know, there's great eating all over the state. Just don't be, don't be closed-minded. I think we – might be one of our failings. I think we're a little closed-minded, Jerseyans. We, we, we may not be we, – we may not act superior to anybody else. And we certainly can't act superior to New Yorkers who are superior to, to everything on earth. But, uh, but I think we're sometimes closed-minded. We don't get out enough. Maybe that's the best way to put it, either in just in terms of uh, travel, exploration, and also food-wise. You know, go, go to South Jersey and find out what the heck a Panzerati is. Or try Boost. You might be you might be pleasantly. It's a liquid crack. If that doesn't get you going to try Boost, nothing will. I can't wait. My mind, I couldn't believe it when I found out. I couldn't believe. Someone left us a voicemail and said, you got to try Boost. And I thought they were... Talking about like the stuff you see in the pharmacy, and it turns out no. Yeah, like South Jersey has its own soda. Yeah, it's not. There's a Boost Energy drink that I think Nestle puts out, but the difference mm-hmm. between their their Boost, uh, the Boost, the drink Boost has an exclamation point, so the other Boost does not. So that's that's the basic difference, among other things. So and when you see the exclamation point, you know that you've got the South Jersey Boost. But you really, if you get down to South Jersey, any of you guys. Try to find a place that has it as a slushy because it's ice cold. I mean, mm-hmm. I was there a couple uh, weeks ago. Uh, this place in South Jersey in Paulsboro, which is where you know that that deli that was worth a hundred million dollars. Remember reading oh, about that? Yeah. So that was yeah. so that was easy to as the greatest on my greatest thing list. That would have been easy to put that as the best thing, <laughs> but it, but I put it actually a historic site. Uh, which was the first federal land purchase for Billingsport, but also in Paulsboro, which is a very small town, is this great uh, custard stand, Gill, uh, Gill and somebody, somebody and Burt's, whatever. Uh, but they had a great sal- uh, soft serve. I think they were top five in my list of uh, soft serve uh, about a month ago. But they had Boost as a slushy. And it was it was mm. one of these ninety five. We had that really hot weather a couple of weeks ago. It was ninety five degrees. And I had the top off in my Jeep, so it's so. And I had the slushy right here, and the sun's beating down. Two hours later, it's still ice cold. I'm like, how did they do that? <laughs> it's like two boost. hours later, in the blazing antifreeze and boost. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it was so good. It was the boost lemonade. Oh god, that was so good. But anyway, I can't wait. but go to again. You don't have to go. You don't have to buy the. 
the, the, the gallon jug and mix it yourself. I would recommend having it as a fountain drink or as a, as a slushie. And a lot of delis will have it on tap uh, or even ice cream stands. So actually, you know, you'll see the sign. We have Boost. So, yeah, slushy Boost. Can't wait. Anybody else uh, closing thoughts or questions for our esteemed guests? I mean, I have so many questions, but I guess my all-encompassing one is always because you've been asked so many goddamn questions over the years and researched so much, is there any question that you always wish someone asked you about New Jersey <laughs> or about New Jersey food that you're always like, no one ever kind of talks about X, Y, or Z or asks me about this? Or have you legit covered pretty much <laughs> everything? Well, a lot, you know, a lot, of, a lot of the questions are often on just the most popular type. When it comes to food, it's usually yeah. like, where's the best piece? Pizza. Where's the right, best right. cheesesteak? Where's the best burger? You know, I wish somebody right. would ask, like, where's a great place for West African food? You know, you, yeah. you don't get yeah. you don't get a lot of those really specific, uh, mm-hmm. n- narrow sort of kind of questions. So I wish people again that reflects on our, you know, we're just so uh, at pizza. I could write to the end of time about pizza, and those stories would get page right. views. I mean, I could write right, right. now ten best pizzerias in New Jersey and uh, get thousands of hits. Actually, my next uh, assignment is um, me, uh, Jeremy Snyder, who's the other food writer at NJ.com. We're going to do a list of ninety-nine, the ninety-nine best pizzas in New Jersey. Not pizzerias, mm. but individual pizzas. So oh, we ask cool. people. So if you have recommendations, wow. feel free or, or, or email me. You know, I did it on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. So that'll be fun. So we're each going to pick like fifty and uh, and rank them too. So it'd be kind of curious to see uh, who ends up ninety nine best pizzas in New Jersey. Oh, and that, and that'll do that'll do gangbusters <laughs> because New Jerseyans can never get oh, yeah. freaking pizza. You already got my click, sir. What were you going to say, Mike T? The white pizza at Porta and Asbury Park. Sorry, okay, yeah. I feel like uh, Porta. Well, there's, Porta a, there's a question. You got the 99 best pizzas. Does, is there like a, a one per place rule? Because Santillo's alone. That's that's a good question because Jeremy said, well, can we do multiples? I said, I, I'm not going to do multiples. He may because I, there's so much great pizza all over the state. So why single out one place? Why allow one place to have two or, or three entries. Uh, I don't think that's quite fair. But if, and for those one or two extra entries, you can all definitely find another place that has equal, if not better. So I'm not going to have multiples. Uh, I, I'm not sure what Jeremy uh, is going to do. But uh, yeah, th- there's so much great pizza. I think every pizzeria should only have one entry, um, just to be fair. You, you are on the line with uh, multiple people who I would say would actually get into a physical fight for the honor of the star tavern. Yes. Yeah, is- Jeremy, I know the D- D- star is going to be on Jeremy's list. He's, he's big on the start yet. Cause he grew up nearby. Uh, yeah, it, it's great. You know, I called it the, uh, sort of the gold standard for thin crust. I think there, there's obviously better thin crust, uh, around the state. Um, you know, I'm partial to, uh, I like Vicks down in Bradley beach. Let's watch your step here, sir. Pete and Aldez. I, I know every time I drive by there, the parking lot is full. I, I I'm not a big fan. That's just me. It's, you know, okay. it's, it's all about opinions. There, it's all about opinions. Since, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm throwing out Brooklyn's and, uh, and Hackensack. Hackensack. Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. Yeah. Is but, there a people don't realize because the stars in orange and Jimmy Buffs is in West Orange? People don't realize how close they yeah, are. I mean, you and they're walk each from, kind of in, walk from one yeah. to the other, right down the street. I I have to wonder because and they're also sort of at these weird outlier edges of those two towns. Yeah, I wonder if uh, is is there another block that has more New Jersey food history to it? Icons. Than, 
sort of. I mean, those are two heavy hitters that are. I mean, a two-minute walk. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if, if you're talking, you used to have the two. Used to have Hiram's and Callahan's, but the right across the street from right? each other. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, Callahan's and Callahan's they shut down in Norwood too. So now they just have a truck, which is which is too bad because the Callahan's a lot of history. You know, again across the street that was like the hot dog crossroads of New Jersey and Fort Port Lee, uh, and then they yeah. moved to Norwood and then they closed Norwood like a couple of years ago, but they still have their truck. Uh, but, you know, pizza uh, in Robbinsville, Mercer County, you have uh, Delos. Uh, Delos is one of my f- absolute favorite pizzerias. And almost, practically across the street is uh, Papa's, which is only merely the oldest pizzeria in the country. The oldest uh, established, longest running pizzeria in the country uh, since the, what, 30s. Uh, so those, wow. those are an example. You know, uh, Elizabeth, you were talking about Elizabeth before. You have Tommy's and Jerry's, which are two doors from each other. They're on the same block, you know, there's something in between. And those are two absolute uh, New Jersey hot dog icons. Uh, And there are other examples of that. Um, But yeah, New Jersey is, again, these uh, iconic places. You almost wish, you know, some of these places have been around 50 years. You hope, hope, or even 100 years, you hope they last another 100 years. You know, Reservoir Tavern's been around forever. uh, a bunch of my pal's cabin in uh, in West Orange, which oh, was iconic, and now it's a uh, now it's a Rite Aid. Uh, right. You know, you can't I stop, know. can't stop progress. You know, if I own that property and somebody said, "Here's a million dollars," I'm taking and running and, and starting my own island in the Caribbean. Uh, <laughs> you know, so it's hard to it's hard to walk away from that money. So yeah, but as pal's cabin was good God. We had, you can imagine me and Mike and our friend Nick, a bunch of West Orange guys, we had a whole episode about stuff that's been kind of knocked over and forgotten. And a lot of it was just us ranting about Pal's Cabin being a pharmacy now. We're planning to sneak around to the back of that Rite Aid and surreptitiously install a plaque that said this was the place that Liberace <laughs> performed his first professional engagement at Pal's Cabin, yes. which is true. <laughs> Yeah, that was a heartbreaker. That was one of the bigger. It, it was. It's weird to grow up because I grew up right at the bottom of Eagle Rock Avenue there, uh, so I passed Pal's Cabin, you know, multiple times a week. And it's weird when it got knocked down to hear this outpouring of grief from this place where I go, oh, that's just like a piece of my. That's like a piece of set dressing in the story of my life. And then it turns out generations of New Jersey people loved those onion rings. Loved those onion rings. Who knew? Uno, and uh, that soup. The, uh, French onion soup, right? He talks about that soup. Well, this has been a joy. This feels... An I honor? It, I feel like I'm... It, it feels like talking, and I say this respectfully because I know you're a real human being, feels like talking to Santa Claus Ford? in a way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like this person who just appears a few times a year with these articles that have blessed my life. And this is going back decades. Uh, I love your books. I mean, no... Who has immortalized the New Jersey diner more than you have? No one. Yeah. Who has shown the rest of the, the country as much as you have about our state and the food we have to offer? I mean, it really is. Uh, cannot understate. Can't understate how much your, your writing has meant to me personally over the years. And I think I speak for a lot of people when I say that. Same. Yeah. Well, I want a quick shout out if I can. Um, you know, from the very beginning, again, I started the, the New Brunswick paper, you know, a million years ago. And right from the beginning, I never covered 
I covered uh, three towns for about six months, Woodbridge, Carteret, and Perth Amboy, and that was the extent of my municipal reporting. After that, they sort of, it was, it was features, and I became their, their sole columnist for many years, uh, and at the Ledger, you know, I, I started out, again, general assignment reporter for less than a year, then I went to feature, so I've been lucky, is my point. I've been lucky to have editors who sort of let me uh, do, my, do my own thing, within reason, you know, you always have to follow orders, uh, but I've been lucky at both papers to be given a reign to sort of explore New Jersey, you know, and it wasn't always about, it's only been about food really the last five years, well, Munchmobile, but in, in depth food the last five years, but before that I was just sort of wandering around New Jersey looking for human interest stories, and to be, had, be given that latitude at both papers, and especially at the Ledger, because there are a lot of, you know, there are many more reporters, there are a lot of people who sort of would love to do what I do, whatever it is that I do, you know, I get this on Twitter all the time, you have the best job on earth, I'm like, no I don't, because they, they don't see, I mean it seems that way, you know, a lot of times it is, but there's a lot of just driving around, and there's a lot of, you know, the, the, you know, putting, gathering pictures, and putting the story together, you know, reports we sort of do, we do everything except write the headline, we actually a lot of times write the headline, and the editor will tweak it, but you know, we have to put the whole story together, you know, gather the photos, gather the social media, you know, write the story. So there's a lot of, you know, and the whole thing about driving around New Jersey and being stuck in traffic. And so, it, it, you know, it is a great job. And again, I want to, again, uh, hats off to all the editors along the way who allowed me to uh, do what I do. I know, Mike T, uh, I, I, I have often said how, you know, you're, we're constantly barraged now with, uh, you know, it's hard not to get depressed sometimes. You get news updates all day on your phone and you read all this mm -hmm. stuff. And Mike D, you're the one who said to me, you went old school. They dropped the ledger in your paper star ledger every morning. I get up, I press the button on my coffee machine, and then I go outside and retrieve a physical copy of the Star Ledger, Tony Soprano style, which I enjoy uh, while I drink my coffee. You still get and the I, paper? You, guys, you still get the print? I good, sure do. Good for you. Good uh, for you. I think there's nothing more enjoyable than sitting there and being able to actually enjoy the journalism without a million things popping up yeah, and yeah, interrupting yeah. reading. And, and then the Sunday paper is still fantastic. It weighs yeah. a couple of pounds. You kick yeah, back. Yeah, nice hefty paper. Yourself. Yeah. There's something I love that, you know, and I get uh, a couple papers at home. There's something about the tactile, you know, having the paper in your hands. And, you know, yes. I'm clipping stuff out all the time. I can't clip out anything on the Internet. Yeah, you could print it out, but it's not the same. I love the I love the actual clip. You know, put it in a file so I know where to find it. Uh, but there's something about having that paper in your hands. Uh, you know, with the morning coffee or or whatever. Uh, I just want to say that you know I think you see the Dunkin' Donuts uh, now. I'm a I'm a Wawa guy, so this just happened to be the day that I just stopped at Dunkin' Donuts yesterday, picked up a cup coffee. They're midnight. Uh, they're dark roasts now. I don't know why I'm going off on this coffee tangent, but they're dark. I'm a, I'm a dark roast guy, so their dark roast is now called Midnight. It's actually pretty good, but give me Wawa every day. They're like I can walk to three Wawas in the town I live, which is pretty mm. amazing. Let me let me ask you this, Wawa. Used to be like a Philly icon, but South Jersey, it's got it on lock. And now people have said, oh, South Jersey, Wawa, North Jersey, quick check. Why are we leaving Krausers out of this equation? Yeah, well, there are not that many left. I guess yeah. that's the there, there are not that yeah. many left. <laughs> I had uh, one in my town. It's gone. 
even a 7 you don't seven eleven there's seven eleven and I've seen some seven elevens being modernized finally because you walk into a lot of them they look like they haven't been touched since like the seventies so I think they're sort of trying to catch up with the the Wawa thing but quick check especially central Jersey you can't go a couple miles because quick check is head, headquartered in uh, in Reddington central Jersey uh, and you find actually I, had, I love the so I was up in uh, some in Chatham the other day picking up my car that almost ran off the parkway uh don't ask me what it cost to, to uber from where i live to summit because it, it was there was oh my god uh what was the point so uh, so i'm in in chatham uh and i'm thinking i, I have a, a weakness for the uh, buttered portuguese roll at oh, quick yeah. check you know sometimes the rolls are bad but i just love that roll and, and the wawa rolls are, are not good they they said they improved them a couple of years ago i they're still low grade but i love that buttered portuguese roll so i so i was in chatham i'm like find me the nearest quick check so it was like fortunately 10 minutes away so i went to the quick check in i think it was in madison uh and got my buttered portuguese roll and the dark roast and i think i i like the dark roast just slightly more than wawa's dark roast but i like wawa's coffees overall uh better but yeah quick check uh why there are more actually more wawa's in uh, new jersey than in in pennsylvania believe it or not I did this. Oh. I did this crazy thing about ten years ago. It was uh, Wawa's fiftieth anniversary, I think. I went to fifty Wawa's in one day and bought something in each place and didn't use the GPS. I just had I had written down, you know. I mean, I knew sort of where a lot of them were. You know, you drive along the White Horse Pike and hit a bunch. So I started. I went as far south as Cape May and as far north as Elizabeth in one day in one twenty-four hour period. I hit fifty and I wrote this sort of funny story. Uh, it was actually a lot of fun. I had bought something just to prove that I was at all these Wawa's and wrote this story. It was. It was. Uh, yeah, I love my Wawa except for the, the sandwiches. Just give me the coffee and uh, and the soft pretzels. Wow, I mean that is. <laughs> A stunning way to wrap this up. That, sincerely, thank you so much. This was just like, what a great afternoon. Thank you so what much. What a gift. Thanks for having uh, me. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Pete.